I'm Tara Oldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Woman Show, where we're inspiring female entrepreneurs to become leaders in their lives and their businesses and their relationships. Ed Milet, is this happening to me right now? Is this happening to me right now? <laughs> I am so excited. You are the most inspirational person on my Instagram. And I'm saying that from a personal oh. standpoint, but then when I actually heard that that's backed up by facts, like you're the most inspirational person on social media right now. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, wow. And that's not just happening because you know, um, people are saying like, oh, Ed's really influential. It's backed up by analytics. And so congratulations on doing that and empowering the world to be better. And so what I really well, want to hit on today is all about you and how oh. you became the leader that you are in not just the social media space, the leader that you are within your community, your family, and how you can inspire these women to step into themselves and to grab their leadership. I'm in. I got to tell you really quick, I apologize for not being dressed more appropriately. I would, I'm much more respectful of everybody's time than not be dressed correctly. So I'll start out by apologizing. Don't worry. Don't worry. So. You look fabulous. You are fabulous. Oh, yeah. It's Thank perfectly you. perfect in the moment that we're in. So, hey, here Let's we are. Do it. I love that because this leads us into responsibility, being responsible okay. for who we show up as and not just who we show up as, but like what we're bringing, how we're generating, how we're creating this exact moment right now. Right. Yeah. So what you say in your book, Max Out, you need this, Amazon Books. Okay. Yeah. Max Out book. You know what? I'll give it to your audience for free. No. Oh my so god. They just go to Max Out book. Just go to maxoutbook.com. Yeah, maxoutbook.com. If they put in the code Max Out, it'll I'll buy it and they just pay the shipping. So. Oh my God. See you guys. See? Amazing. See? And this is generosity. This is what leaders do. He's showing up as a leader already. So things happen for me, not to me. I live it every day because of you, Ed, because of what you said. And it's such a quick little thing that I can refer back to, right? Wait a minute, yeah. stop. This is happening for me, not to me. And that's taking yeah. responsibility or being responsible in your moment. So a few times I would love to hear on how you exemplify this in your life day in, day out, how you switch to that default mechanism of this is happening to, for me, not to me. Yeah, it's really difficult. By the way, you have awesome energy, um, which makes this Thank fun. You. So I, uh, that's, you know, that's a thing that's easy to say. Everything's happening for me, not to me. And, and that's easy to say when things are going well. It's also easy to say in hindsight. But if you do look back at your life, like I'm much older than your audience, but let's just say someone's 30 years old or watching this. If you look back at your life, now in hindsight, you go, you know what, that did happen for me. That horrible breakup I had, ironically, benefited me it happened for me or the job I lost it ended up happening for me because even though it was a difficult time I ended up now in my dream career or I'm away from that company folded 10 years later whatever it is in hindsight it's always true I think the key to a fulfilling life is to be able to be in that moment now like know it and it's hard like my dad right now 
has cancer. And uh, it's just, that's hard to understand how that's happening for him or for me, right? Yeah. Uh, but it is. And so you take the most extreme example, like, so what are the benefits in it? I got to be honest with you. My dad is in his 70s. And you know what? Every moment with my dad's more precious now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, my, my moments with my own children is more important. It's put into perspective that my jet and my houses and my cars are not, the, or what I look like today are not the most important things. It's just, yeah. you know, my dad, I'll give you an example. My, the average person lives to 78. My dad's 72 with cancer, right? So if my dad lived an average lifespan, you'd say, well, you'll see your dad six more years. But the truth of the matter is, I don't see my dad every day. I see my dad, the truth is about, I don't know, eight times a year. If I add up the holidays and the meat. So that's actually, I have 48 more visits with my dad. I mean, you start. Yeah. yeah. When you you pull that back through the math, numbers don't lie. Wow. Yeah. When you start actually getting what time is and why it's so important that these things are happening for you. Some of you listening to this, you have parents that are older. You may see them two or three times a year. I mean, honestly, if they, if they lived average eight more years, let's say if they're 70, you're going to see them 16 more times in your life. And you start shrinking moments. It makes you emotional even to say it. Or my son, who's at my house, my son's 17 and he's a senior. I'm down to a year under the roof left with my baby boy, right? Like it, yeah. it shrinks the time frame. So that's why it's so important to have this belief because then everything's serving you. Nothing's against you. You're not fighting life all the time. People are always, how you doing? Fighting the good fight. Life was not meant to be a battle all the time. And it's yeah. more that you can begin to dance with your life and embrace the things that are happening to you and say, this is happening for me as painful as it is. You end up being a much more productive and a whole lot more happy person if you can embrace that belief. So I love what you interjected there, like as painful as that is, because let's be really clear. These women who are watching this show are entrepreneurs. And as entrepreneurs, yeah. we have this characteristic that, hey, listen, like, okay, I got it. This is happening for me, not to me. Happening for me, not to me. And then we're like, not for me, but to me. We just charge, charge, charge. It's very important as leaders to experience what we're feeling, right or wrong? 100%. Okay. Right. This whole idea that you're like supposed to be a robot or, you know, not feel things. I, I, this, by the way, I want to interject this. This is why women are being more, are more successful than men and being entrepreneurs in this day and age. About 68% of all businesses are started by women, but here's a better stat. About 84% of all successful small businesses are run by women. And the reason is, is and this is, this is one of the reasons, exactly what you just said. It's really profound. Men are constantly avoiding, not, this sounds maybe too sexist, but in general, men are programmed to avoid emotion, avoid what they're feeling, not be in touch. And these feelings are happening for you to guide you through your life. Women are more intuitive. Women are willing to embrace their emotions more often than men are in general. And I think because they embrace their emotions, they engage with people as entrepreneurs on the right level, which is this. The way you move people isn't with your words. You move people with your energy. Energy Mm -hmm. is influence, right? So there's this great study out right now that even shows bees. Bees decide, it's crazy. Bees decide which flower to pollinate based on the energy they feel coming off of that flower. It's crazy, right? Humans are the same way. It's amazing. They're going to pollinate your business. They're going to pollinate your life, so to speak, based on the energy that you put out. And the fact of the matter is women are better at putting out this energy because they are more in touch with their emotions Mm -hmm. because you can't transfer to me that which you're not experiencing yourself 
So men are having a more and more difficult time as entrepreneurs in this day and age because of their inability to experience their emotions mm -hmm. and transfer energy, whereas women by and large are better at it, which is why more of you should be entrepreneurs because you're just naturally better at it. So that's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. And if you're not following Ed on Instagram, that's ridiculous. Get him on Instagram. Do it. He, he talked about the bee pollinating thing this morning. And I thought, I did. That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it up. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. So I'm good. glad you're really watching. That's cool. Ed, I'm not joking. Like, I'm so, I'm connected. I watch all of it. I watch all of it. Okay. So, commitment. Let's move on because I want to get over all these qualities of being a leader because it's not just like, Oh, okay. Well you do this and you do that and delegating all this stuff and having a, a successful business. I mean, there's ins and outs of this. So there's responsibility. This is not happening to me. This is happening for me. I am responsible for what I'm generating in this life. This is my responsibility in this moment to be committed. Now this is where you're going to love this one. Okay. So I, this, this, this is Ed. Hang on. Something's popping on my computer, but this, these are Ed quotations. I have consistently, this is in his book, I have consistently built the habit of keeping promises to myself. I trust I can achieve the goals I set. As women, and then I want you on this, as women, we're like, okay, who can I trust to do this? Who can I trust to get this done? You know, like, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? We're not going inside of ourselves and saying, what commitments am I keeping to myself? Yeah, well, I think that's true for men too, to be honest with you. So, and what that does is, is it erodes your self-confidence. So the reason I talk about keeping the promises you make to yourself is because this commitment, it's very difficult to keep commitments in your life if you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. So the reason you're breaking commitments is you don't really believe in yourself. If we're just being honest, because, and how do I know that? Because I've broken commitments in my life and it's one I didn't believe in myself. So I, I'm like a normal, you know, I'm an average person. I, I relate to this stuff. So Self-confidence is the process of keeping the promises you make to yourself. And it's very important for women to understand this because even more than men, women are constantly being flooded with messages that could give you self-doubt, could erode self-confidence from external sources. You don't look the right way. You don't talk the right way. This is too small. That's too big. Don't get too aggressive. Don't be too passive. It's like yeah. women are basically being messaged basically most of the time. The message to women in the world from the media, from social media, from each other is you are not enough. Yeah. You are not enough. And so men don't get that message. Women do. Mm -hmm. And I, my message all, all the time, as you know, to women is you are enough. You are beautiful. You are strong. You have everything you need within you right now to win. You have everything within you right now you need to win. But if you're going to win, you need to keep your commitments, as you've said, as a leader. A, a leader, man or woman, keeps their commitments. And that starts with the ones you make to you. And so I was, a, was, and still he creeps up. I had one of these days today. I put that on social media. I am a guy who was so insecure, lacked so much self-confidence because of my upbringing. I was undersized. My dad was an alcoholic, who's now my best friend, but it's a long story. But the fact is, I had to learn to get confidence. I had to learn to keep commitments. It started with me. My self-confidence is high now because I have a reputation with myself where I keep the promises I make to me. What time I get up in the morning, what I eat, when I work out, the things I can control, the amount of phone calls I'm going to make in a day as an entrepreneur, the amount of contacts you're going to make. Ladies, you need to begin to keep these promises you make. If you say you're going to have 10 meetings today or 10 calls or 10 contacts or 30 emails, you need to do these things because yeah. it will transform you long term. You can't keep commitments to other people if you're not keeping them to yourself, right? And so this is the first step, I think, for, for all, most people, if we're being real, entrepreneur or not, they don't have a lot of self-confidence. 
-hmm. They just don't believe in themselves. And because they don't believe in themselves, they can't transfer that energy we said earlier, and they don't keep commitments. Just start simple. Win with ones you make to yourself and build those habits. It'll transform you, I promise you. And nobody does it. So if you start doing that, you'll be the 1% on earth starting right now. And let's be clear. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're acting like you're committed to your husband, you're committed to your children, you're committed to your business, but you're not taking care of you and doing your daily prayers that you say you're going to do, doing your meditations, going to church, doing whatever it is that you say you're going to do for yourself because that's how you fill up your cup. Wow. Let's be clear. You're not showing up for your husband. You're not showing up for your kids because you're not even committed to the person who matters most. So here's what's amazing. Right before we went on, I was speaking to a female entrepreneur in one of my businesses whom I love. I adore her. And um, she's working 18 hours a day. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible. And um, she's very tired today. It's uh, a time during the month where she might get tired. And I know this only because she was so tired today. And I said to her, I said, what are you doing to care for you? Exactly what you just said. I said, what, you're caring for the, your children. You're caring for your husband. You're caring for the people in your business. What are you doing for you? Yeah. Do you ever rest? Do you ever get a massage? Are you, you, used to, you used to do things for yourself that cared for you. Do you take time for your meditation, for your prayer, for reflection, mm-hmm. for, for reading, for gratitude? And she goes, I know you teach this. She goes, and she keeps saying to me, I'll get around to it. And here's what women, I think, by and large do. And I, you know, because I'm not a woman, I'm not an expert, but I do have a daughter, I do have a wife, I do have a mother, I have three sisters, I'm the only boy. And what I find is women in general put themselves last. Mm-hmm. They just, I'll be last, I'll eat last. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of me last. I'll, re, I'll sleep last. And, and here's what ends up happening. You never get around to doing it. And as a result, the best version of you isn't showing up for the very people you think are putting, you're putting in front of yourself. You need to care for you first. You can't give somebody that which you are not experiencing yourself. If you're not feeling peaceful, joyful, happy, rested, strong, bold, driven, faithful, energized, passionate, if you're not feeling that, you can't give that to your children. You can't give that to your husband. You can't give that to your business partners. It starts with you. You're a million percent right right before we went on that was the call i was on and i love that because it's fueled this next statement right here is that i love that because it's a story you know like women you put yourself last and i know you woman that watching this right now you just resonated with what he said right but i'm going to stop it right there because as a woman ed doesn't know this yet but as a woman you're attaching to that story and he's just giving you a little bit of permission to stay in that story i'm not going to give you that permission right now okay that is yeah no we're, we're, i want to be clear I'm, I'm yeah. actually, I'm, let me be totally clear with you on this. I'm giving, because I want to make sure we've said the same thing. Yeah. I'm giving you no permission to stay on that story. And yeah. by the way, any, any husband who's listening this to your wife, with your wife, I'm not giving you permission to stay on that story either. I'm the biggest dude in the world probably right now on not staying in your former story. I, I, the most self-aware people that I know and my best friends we rarely talk about our old story, the wins or the losses. I just don't have time. But I'm, I'm, if you go back to that time thing, if the average person lives at 78 years old, you may think this is crazy and I'm a nut. I'm 47. That means on average, I have 21 years left. You know what that means? I got 21 summers left, 21 Christmases left. I mean, this is serious, right? You think I'm going to spend those 21 summers, those 21 Christmases 
those 21 more Februaries that I have in my life, think about this. Yeah, talking about my old down. story, talking about my old story, my old life, who I used to be. Are you crazy? There's plenty of time in heaven to do that stuff. Yeah. I'm creating a new story all the time because once you get time is limited, I don't care if you're a 20-year-old female entrepreneur listening to this. Let me tell you something. Like that, I was 20 years old. Like that, I started my business. It was like a flicker of time. Yeah. So once you get, you only have so many of these days, this precious life, right? We have so many days here. Why would you spend a second in your old story? It's insane. Stop doing it. So I'm giving you no permission to do that. By the way, that's a beautiful insane. ring you're wearing. I just noticed your ring. You. My, you yes, I have yeah. a beautiful husband. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah evidently. So you guys you, are coming to our wedding, Ed, in July. Oh, I didn't know so that. Get ready I for it. it. Yeah, you're going to get cool. an invitation. So, we're actually well, we're going to go for dinner soon. We will, as a group. Okay. We will. I want to meet when your wife, we, your kids, everybody. You would love my wife. And with, with, I met my wife in kindergarten. So. Oh, and I want to get to her because I know she's been probably the most influential woman in your life. So I want to get to her. Sure. My mama and my, uh, of course, I mean, I've known her for 42 years. So it's quite a long time. And your daughter. We're going to get there. We are going to get there. I love that. So. And thank you. I really love my ring. He designed it. Beautiful. So, okay. So connection, mm -hmm. right? Now it's obviously the world is hard to connect here. It's hard to connect here now with all these, these gizmos, right? The, these things. So you have a massive business. You have, you know, yeah. success in your body, success in your brain, success in your words, and you're a true, true leader. Um, you speak really fast. You get a lot done. You're laser, laser, laser. How do you create connection by with your words? Because this is what women do. Yeah. Blah, 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 and yada, 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 yada. How do you get laser intimate with people quickly to get shit done and know that they care? Yeah. Well, that's, I, I just interviewed a woman named Jessica Mendoza, who's just a wonderful woman. Um, Rachel Hollis has been on my show too. I have a lot of women on my show. Probably lately, probably 70% women to men. I'm going to be I, on your show one day. I would love that. We talked about it. And I got to tell you, one of the things she said to me is she, and which is what I believe, she's like, balance is a complete fallacy. It's like, doesn't exist. And so you should seek it, but it's not something, it's not something you're ever going to have. Life should be spiking in different areas at different times. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. And she was saying something really interesting, just as an aside, she, I didn't ask her this question, but she goes, you know what you didn't ask me in the interview, which I really appreciate. She's, by the way, the first ever female uh, ESPN baseball announcer on Sunday Night Baseball. She's partners in the booth with my good friend Alex Rodriguez with A-Rod. I met, I met her through A-Rod and J-Lo. And she said, you know what everybody asks me as a woman? How do, you, how do you balance it all? I mean, how do, you, how do you have work and your kids and this? And she's like, men never get asked how do you have work and kids, right? She goes, why would, why would they ask a woman that? They ask a man that all the time. And so here's my answer to get to your question. The first way that you create connection with people, and this is, seems basic, but because of these phones, mm -hmm. we're not. Be present with people. Mm -hmm. Be where you are. This seems so basic. Be where you are. Most human beings are never actually in the location they're in anymore. So when they're with their kids, they're worrying about work. When they're at work, they feel guilty they're away from their children. When they're at lunch, they're on their phone talking to somebody who's not even present there. When they're back at home watching television, trying to relax, they're not, they're on Instagram. So no one is ever present anymore. So just this skill, like what we're doing right now, where we're totally present with one another, yeah. creates the connection because we're both in this moment. I'm not in a previous moment. 
I'm not in a moment that doesn't exist and it's in the future. I'm in this moment. Immediately I connect deeper because I'm in this moment. Women are better at this than men, but everybody's struggling with it right now. The other part of it is this. I am a to the point person. So if I feel the conversation is no longer serving me or the direction it's going is no longer serving me, I let the person know. Like when we started today, I said, how much time do we have? Yeah. Because I want people to know my time's limited. I'm talking about even with my, this may sound crazy, but even with my children, I'm like, hey guys, let's go do something. Let's experience this. Let's be in the moment. Let's get it done. So I am a to the bottom line type person. And the way that I do that with people, by the way, is with my energy and with my presence. When I ask pointed questions, I get to the bottom line with people. And I, I think that words are overused. I love, I, I'm talking a lot in this because you're asking me questions, but if this was a real life conversation and you were with me, it would be flipped. Be 20% me, 80% the other person. Everyone I'm with, I think would tell you, I talk very little and listen a whole lot. I do it in my social life and my personal life. It just takes less energy, by the way, right? To do that, to show up that way. But I'm the person who's listening most of the time, not talking, which is why being a guest on a podcast is unique for me because I do 90% of the talking. Mm -hmm. So to me, connection is by being present and being a better listener and learning. I was a broadcast major in college. I'll say this last. What you have to learn when you're a broadcaster is how to say things in fewer words because you only have a minute to do the story. And so I've learned to use fewer words to make my point. And I try not to make, I try not to, my daddy says, they don't sell past the close. So once I've made my point, I stop making it, which is what I'm going to do right now. So, <laughs> and like, yeah. And you know what else? Just, just add on that. What I love about you, Ed, is that you're so laser. You're so, every single word you say is impactful. There's no filler words because I get this deep sense and feeling that you understand that life is now life yeah. is happening right now and yeah. we don't have the next moment and the next moment and the next moment so you've got to be laser you've got to get it out you got to make impact every moment that's right and that's why my book is really short it's only 100 pages because i'm like look i just want you to turn the page get something every single page whereas most books that are 300 pages could be 100 because there's so many filler pages there's no filler pages which drives me nuts i'm dyslexic i'm like can you just get to the point like yeah. this book i can read I, yeah, can book. Yeah. I have to read it out loud so I can bring it in, but I can read that book because it doesn't intimidate me. So, okay. You're awesome. It's really, thank you, Ed. No way. You you're freaking cool. Okay. So connection is okay. Great. We have to connect. And by the way, women, just on that last point, there's no such thing as multitasking. Yes. Internalize that. There is no yeah. such thing as multitasking. You're not getting anything accomplished yeah. when you're multitasking. So think on that while we move into authenticity. The last words that yes. you were saying, you know what the, the one, the one word that hit home for me that you kept saying is B. Yeah. B. Yeah. Okay. Authenticity is a yeah. buzzword right now, which is really kind of unfortunate and fortunate in the same breath because yeah. it's kind of going through one ear and out the other, right? Authenticity. Yeah. Okay. I'm authentic. He's authentic. Oh, it was such an authentic moment. Okay. But let's get real. What does it mean to be authentic? It means to be freaking right. uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it does. It needs to be, so um, you're on my favorite thing, and it's another reason why women are better entrepreneurs. Here's what authenticity mm -hmm. means. Let me flip the word out for you. And it's this one emotion, this one trait in somebody is the gateway that magnifies all the other emotions you want in your life. So if you want more abundance, more love, more gratitude, more connection, as we talked about before, right? More impact, more influence more joy, more money, whatever it is. Yeah, more. If you are this word, 
You need to be more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So authenticity is vulnerability. Vulnerability is harder for men. I think the reason perhaps that maybe I have done well on social media in addition to the specifics of my content is that for a male, I'm a pretty vulnerable dude. This is where in business, women, I, I think are taught, don't be too vulnerable. Don't look weak. Completely horrible advice. Authenticity is vulnerability. Here's what I'm really feeling. Here's what I'm really going through. I did it today. There's a story out. I'm like, look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not feeling it today. I got up late today, which is weird being the habit stud alpha male guy that I am. But I have to be vulnerable. I have fears. I have insecurities. When you're vulnerable with somebody, you connect because they're like, when you're open and vulnerable with someone, they feel permission to do likewise with you. This is how you connect with clients. In other words, people think I have to go in and make the best presentation. It's okay that you don't. It's even okay in a presentation to say, you'll have to forgive me. I respect you so much and I want to help you so much. I'm a little nervous today. They now begin to root for you, right? So the more and more you're vulnerable with people will connect, will create connection and authenticity. People, earlier you asked the connection question. I didn't ask, answer it. One other thing. People want to know, can I trust this person? Am I safe with them? Do they believe in me? These are the things people are constantly, when you're talking to them, Everyone I meet, I know is going, can I trust him? Does he care about me? Does he believe in me? And the way that I can communicate that best is by just being authentic. Authentic is a buzzword. To get to authenticity, you have to be vulnerable. Because vulnerable means you may criticize me. You may not like me as much. You may see a weakness of mine. Most people are so afraid to do that in this perfect PC world today that there's less and less connection. Even those of you trying to build a social media following, don't try to be perfect. The old social media model was, look, look how great my life is. Look how incredible I am. I'm better and different and having more fun than you. That's the old model. The new model is, I'm just like you. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. I struggle too. I've got kids at home. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if I should have a business. Every day I wonder, is this worth it? And when you begin to tell people these things and you're vulnerable, if you went to a presentation one morning and you said, you'll have to forgive me, a little scattered, my daughter's stayed home sick from school with a cold, right? People say, no, never do that. Immediately they're going, my kids have stayed home sick. I I know exactly, well, I want to help you. I want to connect with you. Vulnerability is the greatest gateway to all the other emotions you want in your life. That's what I would recommend. Yeah, and 100%, 1,000%, all of that. And recommend it all day long. But let's be serious how important this is to your business, okay? Because these are entrepreneurial women watching this. And how, why it is so important for your family to see you this way and your husband to see you this way in an enrolling state, which we're going to get to. Because as you say in your book, Ed, you can never succeed beyond your identity. And your identity is your authenticity. So yep. your ability to show up in your identity as authentic is where you're going to see your business rise to. Yeah, absolutely. And identity is a little more than that for me. Identity is like this thing right here. I know you've heard me say this, but that thermostat right there on the wall, there's a thermostat. All I saw was the booze, Ed. All I saw uh, was a party There's happening. a lot of that too. I'm not going to lie to you. And there's a wine <laughs> room way over there. Oh, there yeah. is a lot of booze in this house. But you know why there's a lot? Because I don't drink that much of it. I got a lot of gifts. I, don't, I really don't. I did have a couple of drinks last night for Valentine's Day. So... Um, you do not identity. have to explain yourself. We all like to yeah. have a glass of wine. I, I definitely do. So identity is, the, it's the whole governor on your entire life. Identity is the thoughts, concepts, and beliefs that you hold to be true about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the most, 
most powerful force in the human spirit is to be consistent with really the way you view you. And that's why if you don't change, I'll talk about the thermostat, if you don't change your identity over time, you are gonna, you're going to get the same life you're getting right now. I have a lot, you all have a friend who lost a lot of weight who gained it back. You all have a friend who used to be rich who no longer is. You all have a friend who was in their dream relationship and that relationship is over. What the reason is, is their results started to exceed their identity. Yeah. And in life, if you just constantly focus on results, you are always going to come back to your identity. Here's how it works. It's like a thermostat sitting on the wall. If that thing's right now, it's set at 68 degrees is what it's set at. Yeah. People think it's the external things in life that dictate their results. What's happening to me instead yeah. of for me. So for example, and that's not true. If I open these doors right now and cold air blew in here. So the external air was cold. It's 50 degrees of air. This room ain't going to be 50 degrees. This room is going to be 68 degrees because that regulates. It's going to turn the heater yeah. on, heat it up to 68. If I open that door and it was hot air, things are going great. It's warm, right? In, in life, the, the, the higher temperature is more money, more abundance, better relationship, new business, new, new whatever. Yeah. That, when that hot air comes in here, the thermostat's going to kick the air conditioner on and cool it right back to 68 degrees. So in your life, if you, if, if you start producing results here, but your thermostat is at 68 degrees, you will always, it's going to seem coincidental. My car broke down. There was a run of birthdays. A client quit. Someone got sick. None of it's coincidence. You didn't change your identity. The key in life is mastering the habits and rituals of the leadership stuff we're talking about with the ability to change your identity and change that thermostat from 75 to 80 to 100 to 200 degrees. My life is a product for sure of being someone who's addicted to raising their identity. And the most important thing, ladies, that you could possibly do for the women listening to this, I promise you, is working on that self-worth, working on your identity. If we had more time, I could talk. In my book, I talk about different ways to do that. And on my own podcast, every Monday, I release a 20-minute video or so on my YouTube and on my iTunes podcast of strategies to change that. And so this, for me, everything you see, oceanfront house, lake houses, jets, whatever, a, a wonderful family good things in my life all come from, I didn't want my results to exceed my identity and cool my life back down ever. Yeah. You so that's why we're occasion. You're yes. occasion. Okay. So last one, and this is on enrollment and I left this for last because it's so important to women, yes. especially to become entrepreneurs, women who want to join MLM companies, women who want to start their own business, stay at home moms who just want to do something. They want to get that itchiness yes. out. They want to fire themselves up. But here is yes. what as women, we're doing wrong. We're whining about it. We're resentful about it. We're going to our husbands. Well, why can't I spend $10,000 to invest in my business? We need to become enrollers of our vision, right? Yeah. And yes. so can you, as a man, when, you know, your daughter comes to you or your wife comes to you when they've got an idea and, you know, you, you, you make the money, right? Ed, am I right? You make, you make a lot yeah. of money, right? In your family, you're the money maker. So yeah. all kind of things flow through you to see if it's a good investment for the family, if it makes sense or whatever. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's true. Okay. So let's say your wife comes to you and says, Hey, I want to start a business. How is she yeah. going to come to you to enroll you in that? So Wow, you, I have two wonderful examples that my, my daughter and my wife. So here's a rule I want everybody to remember. In every conversation, if there's love or rapport, the more certain person always influences the less certain person. Mm. The more certain person always influences the less certain person. So I don't know about Break this whining. Break that down. I don't, the whining thing you're discussing is one thing, but I can tell you this. My wife and I have been in, I don't know, 17,000 fights in the last 45 years, disagreements. 
And I've probably been right 74% of the time. <laughs> but I've lost 99% of them. And the reason I've lost them is she is always more certain than me that she's right than I am. She understands the formula of certainty. So she's more certain than me. You better not be approaching these conversations, with whether it's your spouse, a potential recruit in your MLM business, a potential client. If they are more certain your deal won't work for them than you are that it will, they will influence you. In every conversation, someone persuades someone. Someone closes someone. This is just, once you begin to be aware Someone's going to persuade someone. That's number one. Number two, I promise you the persuader will be the person who's more certain. Number three, how do we generate certainty? Huge point right here. Here's the mistake you're making. It's subtle, but you look like you're begging with your recruits, your clients, or even in this example you've given with your spouse. Here's where you look like you're begging. You're going to think this is crazy what I'm about to tell you. No one's ever told you this before. <laughs> you are trying to get people to believe what you're saying. You're trying to get people to believe what you're saying. And guess what? That's not what influence is. You're like, what? Of course they have to believe what I'm saying. They do not have to believe what you're saying. And when you're constantly coming from a place of, I need to get them to believe what I'm saying, you look desperate. You look like you're begging. You look weak and you look uncertain. Do you believe me? Do you believe me? Do you believe me? It looks weak. Influence is not, listen, influence is not, do you believe what I'm saying? Here's what it is. Do you believe I believe what I'm saying? That's influence. Influence is not to get people to believe you. Influence is to get people to believe you believe. And once people buy things constantly, involve themselves in things constantly that they don't yet believe in or don't even understand. They do it because the person persuading them was more certain and they were more certain because you believed they believed it. You need to get people to believe you believe it. This is a subtle difference for the women to listen to this. It's a subtle, different approach, different, you think, if you begin to think about this, you will approach it slightly differently. So that's what influence is all the time, is their ability to believe that you believe what you're saying. The last thing on influence, too, that I would say to you is, you know, the, the energy things we talked about earlier are how you get someone to buy into what you're doing. And as long as you're conscious of making sure the energy level is being transferred and that you come across as completely strong and certain, this is how you move somebody. So. The other thing that you need to be as a businesswoman is you need to become, you need to be evangelical about your cause. All of the great influencers that have built something substantial are evangelical about their cause. They sell a big dream. They sell a big vision. They sell a big enough dream and vision that the dreams and visions of the people they're talking to can fit inside the one they're selling. This applies when you're in that conversation with your husband. Can you sell a certain enough dream that you believe in that he, he can see the family fitting inside it? you have recruits in your business? Are you selling a big enough dream for where you're all going and what you're going to accomplish, your vision, your mission, the dream, that their dreams can fit inside what you're selling them? Great evangelist, Steve Jobs, there's a great story I'll tell you last, built the greatest movement of this century. And he's trying to, he's a young man, he's in his 20s, he's got this thing called Apple, and he's trying to get this guy to come run his company who's the CEO of Pepsi called Scully. This guy's making $100 million a year. Jobs keeps calling him and calling him, begging him, trying to get him to believe that they were gonna do it. So yeah. finally, he becomes an evangelist and he says, he finally calls Scully and goes, look man, he gets his voicemail at the time, or his answering machine, he goes, look man, when you're tired of selling, the guy was the head of Pepsi, when you're sick of selling sugar water to kids, and you wanna go do something with your life and change the world, you freaking call me back, man. And the guy gets the voicemail and is in the car with his wife and he goes, can you believe this kid? This kid jabs talking about sugar water. Give me a break, and his wife goes, well that is what we do. 
why don't we go change the world? So he evangelized him. Oprah Winfrey's an evangelist. She was evangelical about her mission. Ellen DeGeneres is evangelical. Steve Jobs, Mark Cuban, Mark Zuckerberg. Ed Milet. I think I am, right? Absolutely. That's what I wanted you to say. You nailed it. You nailed it on head. One last question before you go. Who's your favorite female leader in your life and why? My favorite woman leader in my life. That's a great question. I'm inspired by, um, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to pick someone that a lot of people would, other than my own mother, I'm not going to move away from my family. If you said yeah. the woman who's changed my life the most, my mom, right? And my daughter and my wife. But, but my mother is the most influential person who's ever been in my life as a female because she birthed me and raised me, right? And she, she, so it would be her. But the woman that I admire, there's so many women that I admire in business, but I really have a great deal of admiration for Oprah Winfrey. And the reason that I do is because of her reach. And so I admire the people who kept pushing past limitations. Oprah, as many of you know, was raped as a young woman, aborted an, a, a baby that she, was, she had from a rape. She was African-American, overweight, didn't fit the MO at the time. And then even when she became successful, she could have stopped. She kept pushing. She kept pushing. She kept pushing. And she's got schools around the world for young women. She just, it will never stop for her, her desire to change the world to make an impact. Yeah. I, in my opinion, if she ran for president, she'd win. Easily, she would win. I dealt with your sister. Okay, we were moving away from family, but I mean, you have a huge team. You have a huge organization that you run under the Ed Milet umbrella. Okay, there's yeah. females in your everywhere in your community. Most, most, most of the people on my team are women. So, so let's go to this question. I didn't phrase my question properly. Okay. There's women in your life who are leading you, whether they're doing Big it, time. you know like in your face, Ed, come here like Erica probably does with you. Like, Ed, you're on this Zoom call with Tara Oldridge at 11.45, right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. there's women who you're looking at and you're going, you know what? I need to ch change this to be a little bit more like that and that's going to help me do this Ed my let thing better. Mm -hmm. so, so what do I, who are they or what do I learn from them? What are the characteristics of those women? Oh, wonderful. So yeah, my, the, my sister is my primary assistant. Mm -hmm. Trevi, amazing, by um, the way. Yeah, my social media team that you see all the things that I do is led by a woman, African American woman, as a matter of fact, Trevi. Uh, I don't, you know, it's hard for me when we're talking men and women, or I don't think that that way normally, right? But so, but as as I step back, we're equal, but we're different. We are different. We're totally different. And, and and but most of, now that I'm thinking about it, it's interesting. Like I'm thinking about the other businesses I'm involved with. You know, I'm probably in, in about 15 different startup businesses right now. The vast majority are led by women. In my world financial group business, the ton of them are uh, <laughs> successful people. Lots of them are women. With the with the women in my life, the ones that are leading me have that are things that I need to adopt better. I'll give you the biggest one. And, and this is like, at least the women I've been blessed to have around me. The women that lead my stuff are calm under pressure, man. Mm. They're more calm than me under pressure. So when there's a million things happening and I'm starting to get a little bit riled up, these women keep me and themselves calm. Yeah. It's an amazing temperament they have. I'll, I'll tell you straight up, they're far more calm under pressure than I am. Second thing, really good discernment, right out of the Bible. They're better at evaluating and assessing people's intentions with me than I am. They're great at going, keep an eye on that one. Or this person right here, their intentions are great. So their discernment to look through words and things and see who somebody really is, they're better at that than me. 
they also, I'll tell you the biggest one, they keep their word better. They just, they're more, they're, they're less apt to BS. They're less apt to lie, to exaggerate, to um, create situations we can't deliver on in business. Right. The women in my business life over deliver and under promise, frankly. Yes. And most of the men, not all of them, but a lot of the men, their mouths write checks, their butts had no intention of catching. <laughs> and so I think that's some of the qualities. They're more, they're more organized than I am. Um, and here's the biggest thing these women all have in common. And, I, and I'm so grateful for this. I actually would get emotional about this one, but they all love me and believe in me. And they all make, they all make me seem stronger and um, pour such belief in me regularly and want to do good so badly. They want to do good. They want to make me, our colleagues, our company proud of them. There's a level of, this is, you know what? I just got to it. I think by and large, the women that I'm in business with, like care a little more. Like, like doing well matters more to them than just like a bottom line buck. You know, yeah. the more you're making me really, it's really, I'm really glad you asked me that. Cause I don't know that I've told them this enough lately, but like, they really care that they do well. They really care about that they delivered, you know, and it matters to them. Maybe that part of it is many of them are mothers, but not all of them are. Several of them are, they just, man, they really care. Like it really bothers them if they don't do a good job. It really, really Integrity. matters to them. They, they, they care so deeply for all the causes we're involved with and, and me. So Mm -hmm. Super. I'm really glad you asked me that. I'm going to, um, that makes me, yeah, that's what, that's probably the biggest one. So. Awesome. Well, yeah. Ed, I have absolutely loved chatting with you. Um, can you say your website one more time where they can grab your book? You guys, he's giving you this for free. If you don't get this, you're out of your minds. This book is so awesome. Let me acknowledge you just really quickly. I just want to tell you this. Uh, you, I know that this is a, something you've been doing, but you're very, 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 very good at it. And some oh. people are called to do this. Your spirit, your energy, your look, your preparation, the way you listen, but get in there at the right time in the conversation. This is a giftedness of yours. I hope you continue I'm to push it. through this and do more. I'm work. doing it. Yeah. I appreciate that. I take that all in so yes. much. You don't even know. And you're yeah. right. I am a confident, powerful lover. Yeah, you are. You are. I, I love it. Uh, my stuff, uh, you can get at edmylet.com is my website. I got to put your email in, email in there because I do, uh, I do a newsletter to get my speaking engagements. Instagram's edmylet, M-Y-L-E-T-T. -T. My book, though, is maxoutbook.com. Use the code maxout and I'll buy it. All good. Awesome. Ed, I love you. I can't wait to have you at our wedding. I can't wait to have dinner and talk about business with you and Phil. And we will see you soon. Max out, Ed. Have an awesome day. Okay, God bless. Thanks for today. And say hi to Sue for me. I will. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.